Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 112, Will Autonomous Technology Change Vehicle Ownership Norms? Um, this one's going to be kind of a quick one. Uh, again, I'm going <laughs> to—I'll give credit right up front. I'm going to be reading from an article, uh, verbatim. Uh, this one's from Motor Magazine, which is a automotive repair trade magazine. Uh, so this is stuff that should, is not necessarily out there that most people can find. I'm sure if you looked for it, you could find it. But in any case, uh, it's from Motor Magazine, and it was written by Jack Roberts. Um, this is current as of this. Uh, uh, the recording of this podcast, which is in uh, March of 2021, just to let you know. And before I get started, just a quick commercial. Uh, like I've mentioned before, I am um, uh, taking, and if you're so inclined, you can help support the podcast through Patreon. If you go to podbean.com, which is the main uh, distributor of the podcast, and uh, do a search for Brad's, Brad Kyle's MotorWorks podcast, um, you'll find the main page there, which obviously you can then, you know, download different podcasts and such. But more importantly, uh, in the upper right-hand corner of that page, you'll see where it says become a patron. Uh, click on that. And if again, if you're so inclined, you can certainly help uh, support the podcast. I'm asking for $5 a month. You can do less than that. You can do more than that. It's up to you. Uh, it can be recurring or if you want to just do one time, I, uh, that certainly is up to you. Um, but again, you know, it helps to support the podcast and additional training and, and future episodes. And more importantly, it also unlocks their, I have made some of the podcasts, uh, where they're only available through subscription. The ones I picked were ones that if you apply the knowledge that I hopefully, uh, impart to you, and if you take it to heart and apply it in your life in regards to your car ownership experience, uh, there's no doubt you can save uh, thousands, if, if not tens, tens of thousands of dollars over the life of, of uh, your car ownership experience yourself and probably help save some frustration that doesn't really need to help and by, happen by applying you know, some of the things I talked about. So check into that. I, I hope you help out, um, but I leave that up to you. So here we go. Uh, will autonomous technology change vehicle ownership norms? More than any other country on the planet, the automobile has been the dominant economic engine fueling both corporate and personal growth in the United States. For more than a century now, the desire to own an automobile has fueled the growth of cities and factories, while fleets of privately owned trucks spread the wealth that economic boom created to the rural interior of the country. It was the automobile that created the most robust economy in history, gave the country the unmatched production capacity to win World War II, become the first global superpower, and land men on the moon. It was the automobile that gave Americans access to new suburbs in the 1950s and helped make ownership, the second great American economic driver, a reality. Today, however, New technologies are poised to transform our century-old concepts of what a car or truck is and how they are purchased and used for both business and privately. To my mind, there are at least two major emergent technologies with the power to change vehicle ownership models, autonomous vehicle systems and digital organizational systems, commonly referred to as Uber systems. 
On its own, each of these technologies has the potential to radically transform our concept of vehicle ownership. However, it should be noted that other political and societal forces are in play as well. For example, should the United States develop a robust light and high-speed national rail service along the lines of Europe, or even a hyperloop system being studied and touted by transportation visionaries like Elon Musk? It stands to reason that these developments would profoundly affect consumers' personal transportation purchasing decisions. On a similar note, it is well documented that young adults today, the famed millennial generation, simply do not attach the same degree of prestige to vehicle ownership the way their parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents did. In fact, survey after survey has found that millennials tend to view vehicles as a basic, necessary, and expensive commodity that they would just as soon do without, if possible. Indeed, a simple desire to purchase vehicles online and cut out dealing with salespeople has already placed the future of automotive dealerships in question. And while it's always tricky trying to predict the future, it does seem apparent that the advent of new, unprecedented vehicle technologies and radially shifting consumer views on vehicle ownership and usage will lead to some fairly significant departures from what we consider normal today, for smaller passenger cars and vans, that is. Autonomous technology will be a transportation game changer. There is no question about that, although there are some very real questions at the moment as to how effective autonomous vehicle control systems will prove to be and when they will be deployed. Moreover, when combined with a digital ride-sharing platform of some sort, it seems logical to assume that people who aren't interested in either owning or driving a car might very well buy into some sort of joint purchase or usage program along with friends, families, or other like-minded consumers. It's entirely possible, for example, that an apartment complex might offer an autonomous ride-sharing service to tenants as part of a lease agreement. Basic economics may play a role as well. Experts predict that the first generation of Level 5 autonomous vehicles will cost anywhere from five dollars to $20,000 more than a non-autonomous car or truck. So, at the outset, it seems self-driving cars will either be purchased by the wealthy or by ride-sharing businesses or collectives, perhaps with users paying a basic monthly fee along with additional charges for longer rides or trips that are outside of agreed-upon usage times or perhaps Elon Musk's vision of massive fleets of autonomous taxis roaming the streets, seeking out passengers will become the go-to business model. With quick, convenient, and safe access to transportation readily available anywhere at any time, commu commuters may not see the need to buy into an autonomous ride-sharing ag agreement at all, and will simply grab a vehicle whenever needed and for as long as it's needed, and relinquish it once they've reached their destination. Another intriguing possibility might see autonomous technology finding other uses for vehicles when passengers aren't actually riding in them. For example, why would a near-future consumer take the time and trouble to go grocery shopping when they could simply purchase food and household goods online and then dispatch a driverless car to go to the store, pick up their items, and deliver them to them? Likewise, autonomous vehicles could be used to help P&D fleets with last-mile package deliveries, run the kids to school or baseball practice, or return your mother-in-law's prize crockpot to her once the holidays are over. 
Indeed, there may very well be a solid business case to keep an autonomous vehicle on the road as much as possible, seeking revenue by running errands and delivering passengers or packages, or even both in the same trip. If ride-sharing systems can match up a passenger going in the same direction as a scheduled delivery. This model will definitely be the norm for long-haul and regional truck fleets as well. For commercial vehicles, it seems outright ownership will still be the preferred business model for most fleets in the autonomous age. However, it also seems likely that carriers will have to purchase fewer vehicles than they do today, since fleet size is largely dictated by driver hours of service regulations that limit Class 8 vehicle operation to 14 hours a day in very specific circumstances and no more than 80 hours maximum in a week. Obviously, autonomous trucks, constantly on the move and stopping only for fuel maintenance and to offload, take on freight, would dramatically alter Class 8 fleet acquisition models. Individual utilization rates would jump exponentially for trucks equipped with Level 5 autonomous systems. And while some industry analysts predict new Level 5 autonomous trucks, <coughs> excuse me, Level 5 autonomous trucks could cost up to twice as much as a conventional commercial vehicle. It is also possible that given the insanely high utilization rates offered, fleets might be able to cut long-haul vehicle purchases in half while nearly doubling their overall freight efficiency and getting trucks that will be consistently safer and more economic to operate in the bargain. Who knows? A couple of decades from now, the thought of an automobile sitting in a parking lot doing absolutely nothing for eight hours a day or a truck driver whiling away 34 hours in a sleeper cab so he can restart can go back to work might seem as outdated as rumble seats and butter churns do to us. The advent of true driverless cars and trucks on our nation's roadways will be a significant technological milestone for personal and commercial commercial transportation. Excuse me. Sweeping ownership and operational changes will follow in their wake in ways that we can predict, and in some ways we cannot yet envision. So there we are. Um, I've talked about this before in a previous podcast, but when this article came across my desk, it was like, again, it was later information, newer information. Um, And certainly, you know, autonomous vehicles, whenever they do become uh, full-blown level five, uh, which again, level five autonomy in a car or truck is there's no driver inputs, so there's no steering wheel, no brakes, uh, no gas pedal. So, if you're in one, you are a human being in a in a box, so to speak, uh, with probably four wheels or more going down the road to where you uh, are telling it where to go. So. And uh, certainly, again, um, you know, with long-haul trucks and stuff, you know, there's technology has a tendency to wipe out a lot of jobs, but hopefully in the end that it also creates other ones. So that's hopefully the balance, but um, that doesn't always, is not always the case. But in any case, um, you know, the transportation model is is changing. Um, We don't, you know, people still don't really know for sure exactly when autonomous is going to be full-blown out there. We are definitely behind from where we thought we were going to be, we meaning the car manufacturers. Um, there were some in the beginning that talked about 2017 or 2018 as, as having their uh, the fleet out there, and obviously that didn't happen. So there's still a lot of things to figure out. There's a lot of hurdles to jump over uh, or go through. 
Um, but you know, it, it's, it's a probably just a matter of time. And, um, you know, again, this is just stuff that can, is probably going to happen in the future. So, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, this has been just a, uh, a bit of information for you, a little bit eye opening of what's going on out there and, and where industries, you know, hope and think that things are going to go. So <clears throat> hope you found it interesting and, uh, enlightening. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Uh, again, check out uh, uh, the website on Podbean there uh, as far as Brad Kyle's Motorworks podcast. And uh, if you can donate, I appreciate it. Uh, if not, you know, that's that's okay. Uh, I do this as a, as a public service type thing just to try to educate people that are interested in, in their car and car repairs and the world of transportation. So appreciate you listening. listening. Uh, I hope, hope you have a, a great day and a fantastic tomorrow. And thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.